Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I am so grateful to be here with you today, and I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your comments, questions, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call or text us at 612-999-3400. You can also contact us on our website at livinghealthyradio.com. There you can find information about upcoming guests as well as listen to our previous shows. We look forward to hearing from you. We are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our radio shows on the AM950 radio website, and we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other podcast and streaming services. You can also watch our broadcast live on the radio station's Facebook page at AM950 Radio. We have another great show for you today. I am really excited about this. Joining me in a few minutes will be Jonna Phillips, M.A., Therapy Program Director, and Eric Whitekaiser, board chair from the Veteran Resilience Project, VRP. And they're joining me to talk about the the effectiveness of using eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy. That's commonly known as EMDR. And that's used to help treat trauma, post-traumatic stress symptoms, military sexual trauma, moral injury, soldier heart, combat stress, and all other after-effects of war and military service. The Veteran Resilience Project serves all Minnesota veterans and connects veterans and military members to a VRP network therapist and provides 12 free EMDR therapy sessions, regardless of VA eligibility. This is going to be really a special show, folks, um, and I'm hoping you, uh, you tune in here. And if you have any questions, you got to give us a call. All right, so if you have questions, there's two ways to reach us. First, you can call the AM950 radio station, and our friendly show engineer, Dan, will get your call in the air. That number is 952-946-6205. Once again, 952 952- Nine four six six two zero five, or you can text us your question at six one two nine 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 three four two six. Don't worry if you miss the numbers; I give them out throughout the show. So please, if you have any questions, give us a call. Also, please don't wait till the show's ended, folks, to call or text us your questions. We often receive many of the same questions after the show has ended. If you have a question, many others do as well. So please contact us here during the next hour. We look forward to answering your questions today. All right. I am so excited to introduce my guests today. Uh, They are very, very passionate people, and uh, I'm excited to learn more about what they're doing with their life's work. Uh, Jonna Phillips and Eric Wickheiser are here to, with the show for me, and welcome to the show. Great. Thank you for having us. 
Okay, before we begin our, our conversation, which is which is I'm really excited about getting into here, um, I want you to tell us about your background and then what inspired you to pursue working here with the VRP project. And I'll start with you, Eric. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you inviting us here and uh, talking to the great people of Minnesota. Um, well, I had a really interesting career. I've spent a lot of time um, not only in the military, but also in consulting, in uh, doing work with the many manufacturers and the great people of outstate of Minnesota. So mm-hmm. I, I've loved to get around the people of Minnesota, you know, where I've, where I've ended up. I, I, I really care for them because they really – they are passionate and they, they're hard workers and it's, it's great to be with them. Uh, my military service was back in the 60s during Vietnam, and I happened to go on uh, a submarine, and it happened to be a nuclear submarine, and my job was to send the missiles to target, which was that – was, that was a lot. <laughs> I'll just say that. And uh, because of that and because there are so many men and women in the service that we really need to support – you know, there's a lot of I'll call them young kids, because I'm I'm an old guy now, uh, that go into the service and they're they're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and and you know just ready to go and help do things that keep this country safe. And I'm just very grateful for that. And that's the main reason that I want to help them when they come back home to be able to do the things that they want to do. To to help just reassimilate into normal routine life, then is that one of the goals? Or? To, to do that, and I'll talk a little bit later about uh, yeah. you know the the real need here, and yeah. but uh, that's that's basically it. Okay, fantastic. And how long have you been with VRP? I've been four years. Okay, fantastic. All right, Jana, tell yeah. us about yourself. Great, thanks so much for having us. Um, as you said, my name is Jana Phillips, and I'm the therapy program director. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I've also actually been in the military. I am in the Air Force National Guard, and I serve up at the 148th in Duluth, Minnesota. I'm the equal opportunity director there. So that's one hat I wear. And then on the civilian side, I've been a therapist, an EMDR therapist, and got connected with Veterans Resilience Project a little over a year ago. Uh, as we moved back to this um, area after my husband retired uh, from active duty Army. So my passion as a therapist, as a veteran, a military member, married to a veteran, it's multifaceted there. And so I really am passionate about educating the general public and veterans and military members around PTSD and trauma and reducing the barriers of care that's a, a big thing for me is wanting to see people to not only get effective care, um, but to get it in a timely manner. And mm-hmm. so that's why I'm working with VRP and helping that nonprofit expand their services throughout Minnesota. And how long have you been there? So just over a year I've okay. been with Veterans Resilience Project. Now I've been a therapist for, I don't know, 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. And then I've been in the Air National Guard for 22 years. Wow, fantastic. Well, we thank you for your service, both of you. Um, well, can, who can tell me about the history of the VRP? And I'm, I'm curious, it's Veteran Resilience Project, which is interesting word to choose versus program or other things. Is, is there a story behind that as well? 
in terms of the history of of the the project? Well, the the project started out in uh, actually 2014, in between 15, for. Um, uh, actually taking a look at what was happening with our veterans that was coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, the therapist, uh, and I'll use her name, Elaine Wynn, started the uh, project, if you will, yeah. and she started testing out EMDR therapy on seeing, you know, what effects would it have on the people coming back that had issues with trauma issues, maybe sexual uh, mm -hmm. problems and, and things like that, and found out that EMDR therapy really made a difference to help reduce the symptoms of PTSD, trauma, and it just it, it made such an incredible difference. And the other thing was really interesting is it didn't take, you know, years to do. It uh, it it was a, it's a fairly fast therapy, if you will, mm -hmm. compared to other other therapies. So uh, she decided to start a nonprofit, which she did, and uh, laid the groundwork for this. And uh, basically, the interesting part about us is that all of the people that were involved with it were actually volunteers. You know, which which has been the case for quite a long time, and still, for most of us, that's still the case. <laughs> and and it, I, I mention that because the people that we have serving on the board and our staff are so passionate. You know, they really want to help the veterans because the veterans really need our help. And um, you know, a lot of times we t we talk about the hidden wounds of war. You know, they come back; it's not something you can see, so you know you can't just put a bandaid on it. So that's why this EMDR therapy is so important. Yeah, that's a great point. It's not a visible wound, but no. it's something that that affects a person's ability to sleep, to interact with people. Um, I've, I've known people. You know, my practice takes care of people that are veterans, mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't need to be a veteran that has trauma. <laughs> I mean, uh, everybody has some type of a trauma, but you know it's really unique to this group of, of individuals because a lot of times they just they don't ask much for the government. They don't. They're they're people that tend to just not ask for help. I think right, and you know often that's what we're taught. Uh, right. So my husband has served for twenty years and just retired, like I said. And one of the things he said is that he was taught to just keep those things in and let it be cancer. Oh, and. He kind of says that in jest, and right. I, I am, like, wide-eyed, and I'm like, that's actually what's happening, and that's what happens to your body when you hold that trauma in. Mm. So that's why, again, we're doing what we're doing. Okay. All right. Well, it's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Jonna Phillips, Therapy Program Director, and Eric Wickheiser, Board Chair from the Veteran Resilience Project. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us your questions at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. 
My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Jonna Phillips, MA, Therapy Program Director, and Eric Wickheiser, Board Chair with the Veteran Resilience Project, VRP for short. And we are talking about the effectiveness of using eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy, commonly known as EMDR, to treat post-traumatic stress symptoms, military sexual trauma, moral injury, soldier heart, combat stress, and all other after effects of war and military service. The Veteran Resilience Project serves all Minnesotan veterans and connects veterans and military members to a VRP network therapist and provides 12 free EMDR therapy sessions. That's pretty amazing, regardless of your VA eligibility. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. Okay, Jonna, how can our listeners find out more information about your your, your project and uh, learn more about what you do? Great question. We do have a website. It's www veteranresilienceproject.org. So that's a great place for you to send um, veterans or to learn more about EMDR as well. Um, But if a veteran or a family member or a volunteer is interested in getting connected with us, there's contact forms on there, and that comes directly to our staff, and we're able to respond in that way. So that's kind of the quickest and easiest way to get a hold of us. And especially if you're a veteran or you you know of a veteran, there's a contact information form that they can fill out, and that gives us some helpful information to get them started, uh, you know, just that they're interested in learning more or starting EMDR, uh, and that is really kind of the pathway in getting started with our program. Okay, fantastic. And last segment, uh, Eric talked about how the organization was founded, and it was, uh, was it founded by a therapist? Yes. Yeah, okay. Who 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 practiced with EMDR, right? That was part of her her practice and her therapy that she used. That is correct. Okay. And so she she kind of linked the uh military trauma things that were that she was seeing with people coming back uh, and returning to civilian life and then using this therapy. Yes. So, and, and like you said before, it didn't require, you know, 10 years of talk therapy or, or you know, whatever. It, it seemed to have quick uh, response and, and quick healing properties. So um, I think some people, myself included, may not be as familiar with EMDR. And I wonder if we could this segment, you know, talk about what is that? Is, is it, you know, do you put a headset on or do you, do you, you know, do you float in salt water? You know, I mean, you know, it'd be helpful if we just kind of had a framework for this therapy because, I mean, because the whole project really evolves around you, this use of technology. And, Correct. EMDR, you know, it's another fun acronym. I always think about that in the military. That's what we need is just another acronym to describe something. Um, but we really have found over time that it's based on neuroscience. Uh, so it was discovered by Francine Shapiro in the 80s, 1980s. Um, but over time, it's one of the most researched modalities for trauma therapy. So it's, you know, by the World Health Organization, the VA, definitely those recognize it as one of the top five trauma treatments. So EMDR itself 
talks a lot about how the trauma is stored. And so what we know is when the trauma is stored in our brain, it doesn't actually get reprocessed. You know, so that's why we hear the word trigger. So if I go to a grocery store, I can be triggered by sights, sounds, and smells. You know, so that doesn't actually get stored as a memory. And when we do EMDR, it's very similar to what happens in REM. So we have the clients move from the right side of their brain to the left side of their brain, and there's different ways of doing that. Um, some therapists will have you tap back and forth. There's a mm-hmm. light bar you can follow. It's great because you can even do this virtually. So there's telehealth um, ways of doing that. I was skeptical at first, but then I actually saw my clients really make significant um, progress even doing it in the virtual or telehealth um, realms. And so it It is amazing to see clients move through things so quickly. And the difference, though, I I do like to point this out between um, REM and doing it with a therapist who's a trauma expert, is that you're doing it consciously. So, you know, in REM, you're not doing that consciously, so it doesn't actually get stored as a memory. And that's the key part, is actually having it versus a trigger become a memory that you can observe and you can notice. Uh, And so that's the difference even between talk therapy, because a lot of times in talk therapy, I see clients get either stuck in the right side of their brain or their left side of their brain, but there's not this duality of movement. And there's also this somatic experience that happens. So you're also really noticing where you're holding it in your body, which is a really powerful exercise. So not only noticing, you know, what are the beliefs you're having around it, but also where are you noticing in that in your body? And then we say things like, go with that. Um, but these therapists, I just want to point out, um, have years of experience. They're trauma experts, and they're experts in EMDR as well. So they're really able to move people through that in a safe way. Do these VRP therapists that you guys uh, have a network of, do they also engage in talk therapy with that technology or with that therapy? So EMDR is specific to itself, so it has an eight-step protocol. Okay. Um, so it's you know it's very individualized for each client. So a lot of my clients I'll do talk therapy with as well. I mean that's another what we would call resource, um, but specifically to target the traumas that we're holding and we're holding in our body. EMDR is again one of the more effective ways. You know I've seeing clients get really stuck. And then, you know, once I explain it, I'm like, okay, are you willing to do like some EMDR? And within 20 minutes, um, it can really dissipate on the effects. And, you know, it's not, you know, people aren't like jumping for joy, you know, being able to do this, but it really decreases their reactions. And the fear of facing the trauma is it's so much safer. Um, I always talk about the disparity of time. So it's 20 minutes of uncomfortableness versus 20, 30 years um, where this trauma is really affecting yourself and your family. And so that's why I'm very passionate about this as well. Right, mm-hmm. right. You mentioned about being able to like observe observe it now versus like feel it or, or in, you know, integrate it. Is that a way where a person starts to 
like put it in perspective? I'm not sure if I'm explaining yeah, it correctly. Yeah, you're doing great. And often what I'll say to my clients is it's really like you're on a train and you're just watching the scenes go go by. So it's not you're not reliving it, which is a really important part of the EMDR as well. Um, and honestly, I don't even actually know, need to know the details of the event as a therapist. So often I'll say, what would you title that chapter in your life? And that's all I really need to know in order for you to let your brain do the healing um, and help you move through it. Um, so that's, again, the neuroscience part of it is you really see your own brain and your own body brain healing itself. Right. Well, that's uh, fantastic. Well, John, we'll talk more about that in the next segment here. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Jonna Phillips, M.A., Therapy Program Director, and Eric Wickheiser, Board Chair from the Veteran Resilience Project. And we're talking about the effectiveness of using eye movement desensitization, desensitization and reprocessing therapy called EMDR to treat post-traumatic stress symptoms. The Veteran Resilience Project serves all Minnesota veterans and connects veterans and military members to a VRP network therapist and provides 12 free EMDR therapy sessions, regardless of VA eligibility. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you're listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. All right, welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Jonna Phillips, MA, Therapy Program Director, and Eric Wickheiser, Board Chair from the Veteran Resilience Project. Fascinating, fascinating stuff that we're talking about here, folks. Um, we have been talking about this EMDR, which is a therapy in helping relieve some of the trauma and the um, and the uh, th- situations that come about because of that. We're going to continue to talk about that this segment here. Um, but one of the key things here is this Veteran Resilience Project offers 12 free EMDR therapy sessions. And we all know how expensive therapy sessions are. Everything in healthcare is expensive. And they offer 12 free sessions here regardless of VA eligibility. So, again, if you have friends, if it's you or friends or neighbors or family, that you think could benefit, you need to go on their website at uh, veteranresilienceproject.org and just uh, just sign up. Uh, it's a contact form, and then someone will reach out, probably Jana <laughs> will reach out or somebody else, and, uh, and talk about that further. So if you have a question for us, please call us 952-946-6205 or text us at 612-999-3426. Okay, before we return to our conversation, I want to mention this radio show is brought to you in part each week by Minnesota Hospice. Minnesota Hospice is a locally owned independent medical practice serving our Twin Cities communities with innovative and comprehensive end-of-life health care. The team at Minnesota Hospice has been providing patients and family members with award-winning end-of-life health care services. Now, Hospice brings compassionate medical, social, emotional, and spiritual services to your home with typically no cost to you or your family. 
Please do not wait to learn how hospice care can benefit you and your loved ones. If you have any questions regarding end-of-life care or support, please contact the caring team of experts at Minnesota Hospice. They're available to answer your questions 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their phone number is 952-898-1022. Once again, 952-898-1022. Or go online at minnesotahospice.com. All right, Jonna, how can our listeners get more information or sign up? What's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, the best way is to go to our website, and on our website it says contact us today, and our website is veteranresilience.org. And again, whether it's you're interested in volunteering, getting connected, referring a veteran to us or a veteran yourself, you can go in there and we will get back to you pretty quickly um, and figure out what's the best next step for you, whether it's uh, just learning more about EMDR. Sometimes it's building that trust, uh, which is really important to veterans and military members is just being able to trust an organization. And so that's our first step. And then if you're interested in getting started with EMDR, we work with you on coordinating that as quickly as possible. That's fantastic. And I am sitting across the table from two passionate veterans here that um, really want to reach out and want, want to help. Um, speaking of that, Eric, I want to get back to you. Um, you know, in the first segment, we were talking about young men and women that uh, serve, protect our country, do this great work, and then they come back, and sometimes they, they may need some help. Why don't you talk about that and, and, that, and the, that audience of people that you guys are trying to reach out to? Thanks a lot, Ken. Appreciate that uh, great question here. So what a lot of people may not know is that there's over 300,000 veterans in Minnesota alone. Wow. Just there's, in our own state. That's just in our state here. It's amazing. And they range all the way from World War II right on up to present here. Um, so the veterans, a lot of times we we think about those as the men and women coming in. Uh, they're they're mostly young, and they're they're going in to do a job that they think they really want to do and are really interested in doing to serve their country. <clears throat> and uh, a lot of that is about keeping our country safe, you know, because there's a lot of stuff going out in the world, and and they're out there doing this tremendous job. And while they're out there, uh, a lot of them may have a challenging time. You know, it may be, uh, for instance, it may be a drone pilot, you know, in North Dakota, and they're doing drones, but they're they're doing things, you know, across the world that are doing harm to people. Or uh, another example might be seeing their buddy get extinguished. They're, you know, that's, that's horrible even to think about that. Uh, it may be uh, sexual abuse. It may be doing things that are against their moral upbringing because we're, we're asking these young kids, and they are kids because I'm, I'm an old guy, <laughs> to uh, do some of these things that are just, you know, that we wouldn't do as Minnesotans. And uh, sometimes this uh, uh, does harm to the person, and sometimes it doesn't. You know, it, it, you know we can't tell. And the result of this, it, sometimes it, it sets them to... Uh, have trauma or PTSD, and it may act, uh, be a, um, 
I'm having a troubled time trying to get my words here, <laughs> but it may be a short time or it may be a long time. Uh, for myself, it was 30 years after I got out of the service before, you know, it hit me what I was really doing and that the moral impact of my job, I just, I ended up just crying for a whole day and mm-hmm. having people hold me because I just, I couldn't believe that I'd done that. And I'm saying all of this, and it's it's a very difficult situation because, you know, we need to have these people out there. We need to have our, our military people out there to do the job that they're doing. And yet, for some of them, and it's not for all of them, uh, it, it, it is really hard things that they're dealing with. And so when they come back home, you know, and we think that they're going to be back in our society and everything is going to be great and wonderful, this is not always the case. And it may end up being uh, they're uh, having problems with their job. Uh, They may neglect their health. There may be alcohol or drug uh, abuse uh, and issues. Uh, Could be homelessness, legal issues. Uh, violence in the family and stuff. And the one key thing I want to point out here is that it does not just affect the veteran. You know, this affects the people around them. So there's there's a lot of, uh, I'll call it, uh, I'm, I'm not sure the right word, but it's a lot of effects that spread out. Collateral damage. Collateral damage. That's excellent, yeah. So it's it's so important that we help these young men and women you know, bring them. Our our thing is uh, to bring them all the way home, so they can be in their community, they can be in their families, they can do their jobs and be the real people that they can. You know, have the capacity to be. Oh, that's uh, <clears throat> that's exactly what we need. I mean, we need everybody to come back and be productive. And you know, we're we're I think you know we're we're wired to a certain extent to create, whether it's procreate or to to build something or to build a career, build a family, build relationships. And you're right, you go, you go off to the military and it's just kind of the opposite sometimes. You're there to destroy, you're there to kill, you're there to do things that kind of go against maybe people's nature. So, I mean, coming back and having the chance to go into a network like this, which, again, I've never heard of before mm-hmm. until, you know, Susan brought that to my attention, um, is just such a, an amazing service. Um, now, you've got several therapists in your network is are they all in minnesota then yeah all of our therapists are located throughout the state of minnesota we have about 40 that we network with so they're not part of our staff they all have their individual practices uh, group practices um, but they are located again throughout the state and some of them also provide telehealth Um, so i think that's a really important thing to know as well again reducing the barriers to care Um, so not everybody you know can drive to see a therapist all the time or you know, we're busy. Um, and so sometimes, you know, reducing that 30 minute commute to go seeing someone can be really helpful. Or if you have like sick kids at home or, you know, right. any of those just day to day barriers, it's a helpful um, addition that um, we're able to provide. Okay. Yeah, this is this broadcast goes live in the Twin Cities area generally. So do you have people in the Twin Cities area then? Yeah, and that's actually where we see the most um, referrals come from is the metro area. So we okay. definitely have the majority of our therapists in the the metro area, but we are looking at expanding. There's a, a really large amount of veterans actually along the um, Iron Range, so Duluth and north of Duluth. Um, you know, us Minnesotas like to be outside in the cold. Um, and so... Uh, <laughs> 
we do see a lot of veterans in that area. So we're also working again on that outreach and making sure um, veterans in these rural communities are aware of our services as well. Okay, go ahead, Eric. Uh, I had a thought here, and one of the things that uh, people know is that there are people that come back and they are, I'll call it hurting Mm -hmm. in that, but also there's a lot of men and women that come back and they end up being police, firefighters, you know, special people that we really need and because they've got this training, they've got this strength, they've got wonderful passion and stuff like this, and I want to shout out to all these people that are coming back and continuing to serve our country. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. That's true. But that doesn't mean that they may not benefit from the service, though, especially if they continue on in, in you know, a career like that. Exactly. And I think that's, again, where I go back to the disparity of time is it's actually really helpful if you have been a part of a recent event or a deployment or even, you know, I always talk about we we're talking a lot about combat, but even non-combat related stressors, um, you know, whether it's from your we see a lot of veterans who had things going on before they joined the service. Um, so I think that's important to note as well because what we want, and even for myself currently serving, is I want my fellow military members to have that quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they had traumas that are unresolved even prior to military, it's just going to keep coming out sideways. And so that's where the EMDR is helpful, too, because we can target multiple, we call it complex PTSD or complex trauma, where it's not just one. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, those things are important to understand. And, you know, we're we're also trying to navigate relationships, parenting, uh, you know, all those day-to-day functioning. But if that trauma is unresolved, those things become a lot more difficult. That's what I've heard. They just maybe someone who would normally just go through their life and the routine is fine, but when you have, when you suffer with the trauma or traumas, those things become sometimes just big mountains that you really struggle with. Yeah, and like Eric said, you just sometimes you don't know when, right. and that's um, the difficult thing is that you could think, oh, that's something that happens to other people, but often what you find is. Um, People that are close to that military member would probably say something differently. No, sure. They would notice or observe that, you know, they're short-tempered or they're driving fast or there is substance abuse. And so there are signs um, that lead to you understanding what's going on. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, it's time for a short break. We're going to talk more. We have one more segment left, folks. If you have a question for us, please give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. We are talking with Jonna Phillips, MA, Therapy Program Director, along with Eric Wickheiser, Board Chair from the Veteran Resilience Project, VRP. So give us a call. One more segment left, folks. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about ways to improve your health and quality of life. And this show today is about quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Jonna Phillips, MA, 
Therapy Program Director, along with Eric Wickheiser, the board chair from the Veteran Resilience Project, VRP. It's been a fascinating conversation today. I am just uh, so amazed and impressed with these two passionate veterans trying to help other veterans. It's just uh, what a great show. But we have one more segment, folks. So if you have a question, and I know you do, you got to give us a call, 952-946-6205, or text us at 612-999-3426. Okay, Jana, how do people get more information and learn more about your project? Great. Yeah, they can definitely visit our website. It is veteranresilienceproject.org. On there, they can learn more about EMDR. They can learn more about our history. If you're a therapist, you can also fill out an interest form. We do look specifically for therapists that are trained in EMDR, but we would love to hear from you as we are expanding our network always. Um, You can also go to our website if you're interested in volunteering or even donating to our organization. We are a nonprofit, and so we are always looking at expanding and growing our services. So any donations or support volunteering are really appreciated um, so we can continue to support our mission of bringing veterans all the way home. Well, and you've been doing this for, what, seven years now, since 2015, and uh, you know it's helped several people as we've been talking off the air, um, and we want to help many more um, and it's one of the things I was going to ask you was if a person doesn't consciously realize or th- think that they have a trauma, is this a way, though, that they could do something so that 30 years from now it doesn't, it doesn't come back or you know, it doesn't flare up or, or come to light? Is this something that can be almost like a preventative thing? Absolutely. And, um, you know, we – we really would prefer that. <laughs> you know, obviously, if you're noticing some signs or symptoms or like you mentioned earlier, not sleeping, um, just snapping, you know, those are all signs like something else is going on. Your body is trying to tell you something. Um, one of our therapists talks about um, our body is 80% of our brain. Mm-hmm. And so really listening to those cues or as a family member, a coworker, you know, I think there's this myth of like, don't say anything or it's the Minnesota nice um, taken to an extreme where actually there are ways of saying that that it seems like something's going on you know I've heard of this EMDR which is actually more you know like you said a lot of people have heard about it but it's just expanding the awareness and education about it one of the clients that has worked with our our project and she is very open about her experience um, her name is Patty and um, she started therapy back in 2014 and she was a survivor of military sexual trauma and one of the things she says is so powerful is that she wants veterans to know when they heal themselves they heal their families and patty served from 1976 to 1981 and didn't do emdr until about 2014 and again that disparity of time is what i'm really passionate about reducing and making sure, like, if things are going on, that you can know that this could be potentially a really um, great resource. And the other thing I think that's really important to know is that the suicide rate, specifically for Minnesota veterans, is about 100 a year. And so that is why we, again, are passionate on 
you know, looking at the earlier signs and warning signs and talking to our military members and veterans about that, um, talking to them about their substance abuse, talking to them about their um, reckless driving or whatever the signs and symptoms. Sometimes it's very hidden, but that's also where you can just ask. You can just simply genuinely ask, how are you doing? How's it been? Um, and because, like Eric said earlier, you don't know when that is going to awaken or if, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I think just asking that genuine question really helps members to feel safe enough to, to answer it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's um, – gosh, there's uh, several things I'm thinking about here. But one, one is a book called Feelings Buried Never Die. And it can also – same thing with trauma. Trauma buried never dies and it just only grows. And so I think we want to really encourage people to check your website out, sign up. Again, it doesn't cost anything. Those first 12 are free. At least it would give them a really good sense of, is this something that could help me? Um, or, or give a give at least a, an opportunity to see how, how that may, may help them. And it sounds like it's got a very high success rate in, in helping people you know, navigate through uh, traumas in their lives. Yeah, and like I think it was in 2012, 2013, we did a pilot pro- project, Elaine Wynn did. Yeah. And out of those veterans that went through that pilot pro- project, 100% of them saw a reduce in their symptoms. Um, so, you know, and what I loved about um, talking to Patty, again, this veteran, a Navy veteran, uh, she was very aware of she when I was meeting with her, she's like, John, I just need you to know that this is an anniversary and I'm okay. Um, before I would have never been able to say that. I wouldn't have known what was going on. I wouldn't have known my triggers. And now I can just be an observer of them and say it to you. You know, so she would have never been able to even verbalize that before. And so I think that's the power of giving people their voice back as well of, oh, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, you know what, I'm having a really difficult day and this and this would be helpful. Yeah. Wow. That's fantastic. So quickly, only have a few seconds left here. Are, are, this, are the sessions like a week apart or is there a certain um – you know, protocol you want to follow in terms of using these 12 sessions? And that's really up to the client and the therapist we pair them with. And okay. so they kind of arrange their schedules. You can imagine mm-hmm. um, arranging people's schedules um, is already difficult enough. And so they work with the therapist generally saying, you know, we would like to see people uh, a week at a time. Mm-hmm. That Even as a therapist, that's my preference. Or even sometimes with EMDR, they'll do longer sessions, like 90-minute or two-hour sessions, because you're able to, in the words of an EMDR therapist, you're able to clear things out. Because sure. um, once they're opened, um, you do, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to move through it. Yeah, right, right. Well, we are at the end of the show it went so fast. We got so much more to talk about. I'm, I'm writing down questions here as we're talking. We'll have to have you back if you'd like. Um, but I want to thank Jonna Phillips, MA, Therapy Program Director, and Eric Wickheiser, the board chair for the Veteran Resilience Project, VRP. And if you want more information, folks, please contact veteranresilienceproject.org. Go on there. There's a, a ton of information And if you um, have a loved one or you want some help there, please click on that link and, uh, and sign up. We hope you enjoyed today's show. 
Please contact us with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. You can reach us anytime by voice or text at 612-999-3426. Please join us again next Saturday at noon for another broadcast. And thank you for listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about your health and your life. Until next time, choose to live well. Singing.